I don't know why Eddie Murphy's party all the time keeps coming up in conversation, but it's hilarious. Party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Why did he ever think he was supposed to be a musician? You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Chernobyl, the miniseries. Episode three, Open Wide, O Earth. This episode was written by Craig Mazine and directed by Johan Rennick. It premiered May 20th of 2019, and I really enjoyed this one. I gave it a 9.7 out of 10. I definitely like the pace more than the previous episode. And I think Boris and Professor L are becoming my favorite duo. Just to jump a little bit into some housekeeping. After Chernobyl, we will be doing Vicariously Merlin, Season 3, Episode 2 and 3. And then we'll be doing Doom Patrol, Episode 6 of Season 1. And then next week we get into October where we are going to have a few more shows joining the roster, which include Utopia, The Haunting of Blythe Manor that comes out on Netflix, Utopia is on Prime, and Raised by Wolves, which is on HBO Max. I am looking forward to these three shows, although I am a little uncertain on the haunting one i got through the first season of the haunting of hill house or not the haunting of hill house was it no it was the haunting of fuck i can't remember but y'all know that one which of damn why can't i remember what that was because you know i'm just so used to the haunting of hill house it's not my fault they name the movies the same However, it was not as traumatizing. I hope the second season is not like, oh, we should have stepped up the fear factor. Nope, keep it low because I will be watching it. Well, I'll be watching it regardless during the day, but I still don't need to be screaming. (laughs) I don't want to be traumatized and I can't sleep at night. I don't like that feeling whatsoever. I I watched The Haunting of emily rose all those years ago and let me tell you something that time i won't even mention it yeah i just i don't like fucking with the shit i just don't with that out of the way let's go ahead and jump into the recap i like that we started directly off where we uh left it with the flashlights flickering I like the sound of the water before you even got the scene so you're still in darkness to feel the immediate danger of the characters however after they don't panic they decide that they need to have physical contact with each other to maintain uh, mental physical awareness they are able to reach the valve after a lot of tension and manually pumping your flashlight which that sucks but the valve is released and they come out to applause i applauded as well so happy that they were fine and that they were not going to give them a different really shitty fate for (laughs) dramatic purposes 
I know that they did extensive research on this show, so it's not as if there is not a lot of thematically correct information. However, uh, they definitely can if they wanted to take some extra license here, and I'm glad they did not because I was panicking. I hate people going underwater. I hate when people are in complete darkness. That really just fucks with my blood pressure. Boris did ask before they emerged from the facility if the water could kill them. And I kind of chuckled at Professor L's non like, yes, yes, it can. <laughs> He's like, then what? Time. <laughs> I know I have a wicked sense of humor. Back in Moscow, April 30th, four days after the explosion, Lulu goes to see her husband Vasily in Moscow uh, in hospital number six. She is told that there are no visitors for Chernobyl patients, but a bride gets uh, her a pass from the nurse. However, a more senior nurse stops her saying, what are you doing here? You should not be here, but takes pity on her and allows 30 minutes of visitation, but she cannot touch him. And she also lies about being pregnant. And I was thinking I better not have to watch Lulu get an abortion because I already read them stats and it was not pretty. Vasily and some boys, I was very surprised at this scene and I'm glad that they had uh, a scene later on explaining what was happening here because I was very shocked. I mean, they're all smoking, they're hooked up to IVs, but they look relatively fine. They're red in the face still. Uh, They're playing cards and I lost my shit when she straight up hugged him. No! I do think it is very unclear and no one has been told that would not have say a higher education like you have to keep in mind these are small town folk they grew up in villages around a very isolated part of town they're not the most um yeah well it would definitely get into things later on when we find out a huge which I was just floored when I heard that, that the people are definitely kept in the dark. And while I do understand Lulu's reaction, you know, she's just been through a huge trauma. She's been searching for two days for her husband. Uh, It's desperation. It's fear. You're overwhelmed. I understand why she would see him and they would physically reunite and hug and she can't let go this all feels legit i just wish that the nurse but but apparently they're not allowed to (laughs) to explain just how bad it is to be in physical contact not just oh don't do it don't do it because it can xyz and so on new measurements are being taken from the smoke by a helicopter and passed on to professor l and boris who are having or who had been having an argument about the fact that only 30 miles have been evacuated and that and that they know that the perimeter is 200 in the radiation hot zone and is overwhelmingly disenchanted with the fact that 
these pretentious party career party men with no knowledge of anything beyond uh basically being handed connections to their positions the distinction between who gets to live or they're the one making the call i should say on who gets to live and die based on their own ignorance try not to um to give voice to how enormous the issue is i i guess that's what i'm trying to search for right now boris points out that he is himself a career party man too and that professor l should watch his tone i love the acting chemistry between these two characters and i'm not even gonna lie i was shipping their friendship by the end (laughs) of this episode and i would not mind at all just seeing a whole spinoff of them growing into grumpy or old men (laughs) exchanging their lifelong philosophies with each other it's just nice to see their friendship in face of the trauma and the enormity of the pressure and disposability that's been put on them and the fact that they're working with these bureaucrats that have in a way made them as indisposable as the people they themselves are making indisposable it's a lot of layers there back in moscow lulu wakes i like the slow awakening because you hear Vasily screaming and then she's kind of waking very slowly and she's trying to get her bearings because I hate that in TV shows that people jump out of bed I don't understand if you're a trained soldier maybe if you're in a zombie apocalypse sure you are in constant danger yes this makes complete and utter sense but otherwise no you don't jump out of bed in the middle of the night even if you hear something in your house and can just function it takes a minute to have your brain understand its surroundings i did that before i jumped out of bed it's called sleep inertia and most likely you are going to sway fall down or find yourself in a state of serious confusion (laughs) i do not recommend doing it but i just thought that was a nice touch to the scene and then she runs to see that he is not well at all he uh it looks like the burns are spreading and she is pushed out of the room may 2nd gorgovich is looking through newspapers he's you know seeing what the press are saying about the incident people are definitely having their views on how every the world is looking at him right and his administration on how they're handling the situation but also what is the fallout of the situation and they definitely want to keep that news very much covered up he gets a call from boris with professor l listening that the pad is going to last three to six weeks but that it will in fact melt into the groundwater that will affect the appropriate river that pretty much serves 50 million people not to mention the crops and the livestock and that in order to fix the situation we are going to need all the liquid nitrogen in the soviet union and you saw him give this line like oh my god i can't believe i'm asking for this and gorgovich was like okay 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 he even says i thought it was clear whatever you need you have that's not the issue i just ordered three men to die even though that wasn't real but clearly 
<laughs> whatever is needed to fix the problem you're going to get then some comedy ensues as professor l gets on the line and starts talking about the exclusion zone he's like hold on Legos- what the fuck are you doing on the phone <laughs> he's like well some person said and uh boris tries to jump in like oh it was just some minor incident if he says it's 30 uh, meters that's who you should listen to you need to stay out of politics and worry about keeping chernobyl safe and then <laughs> professor l says well if you want to know when chernobyl will be safe uranium or whatever chemical lasts 24,000 years so not in our lifetime gorovich hung up on this man like who is this person who <laughs> <laughs> i love professor l so much because he feels like that person that scientist he even says early maybe i've been in my lab too long or i just not been out social like all of this shit other than the science that's all that means to me and i have no patience nor caring about any of the other shit but boris is like my man we need to take a walk you was out of your goddamn we need to take a walk i'm not i don't care if you're tired let's go they go outside and professor l says i'm not gonna apologize even though you totally want an apology and boris is like tell me what's gonna happen to our boys which i appreciated the r part uh that had been exposed to the radiation and this was a great breakdown of what was happening to vasily and his friends saying that the men that was closest exposed to the radiation it's gonna be epically awful there is some organs decomposing you know your blood system's been contaminated your veins are going to split open no morphine to even alleviate the pain that is going to be unimaginable and can last three to three days to three weeks before you're dead jesus christ boris then asks well what about me and you and he says yeah well we'll just die of cancer or anemia both are fatal but it'll be gradual because we're having a heavy uh, a dose of it every day but we didn't have exact contact which is great since it's professor l that saved them from that fate they probably would have died that same day just like that other person in a helicopter and then what would have happened okay because we definitely need professor l on top of this because lord knows there's a committee what fucking committee i feel like there's two people <laughs> and yolana who's really turned into the investigative journalist we need just to figure out uh what the hell went wrong because this shit probably gonna happen again boris tells him well apparently we got off easy then he says do you see those two people over there and pl's like yeah actually i've seen them around they're kjb and they are watching us they have been watching us the whole time everything is bugged that's why i wanted to take a walk because if they're being this transparent i got my eyes on you so this was boris saying your outspoken ass need to get a little bit more subtle at the hotel uh professor lagasi that is not his name but <laughs> i wanted to say it professor l has a drink with comrade ulana who has been trying to figure out via paper how the reactor core exploded she says everything says it's not possible 
but he sends her in the direction of where all the control men have been taken that are still alive at hospital six to get some answers in moscow because if they do not solve this then this will also be another situation that can happen may 3rd tula russia ssr we meet chief or crew chief g who ain't about to take no shit from Andolf, who comes out of his car in his fancy blue suit telling everyone i am the head of the coal a minister of coal and that you need to grab your men and their shit and get into this truck because it's classified they demand to know why because crew chief g is like you in my house this nigga gonna run up on me like them old ass videos with Michael Jackson. He'll be grabbing his nuts and shit trying to swing a punch, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. Nigga ain't gonna be doing no hee hee over here. Nigga gonna be like bow bow over here, nigga. The fuck out of here, bitch. Military ain't talking about you can't talk to us like that. And it was like, shut the fuck up. Anyhow, <laughs> he does immediately drop the act and say, okay, we're going to Chernobyl. Uh, not to dig up bodies as uh, Chief G thinks it's about but to keep or to help stop the radiation leak of contaminating the water supply forever and they asked well how are we supposed to do that he's like i don't know but haven't you heard enough and i love the fact that everyone dirties up this man's suit and the guy says now you look like the minister of coal it's just a cute charming like uh yeah we're not bitches we do what we do and you need us to do what we do stop playing <laughs> then we go back to vasily oh that's nasty oh they're so nasty he keeps telling his wife to stop touching him but she says the nurses do so so i can too she's kissing all over him apparently she's been taking care of him because the nurses can't be everywhere at the same time Yulana gets to the hospital or they had a cute moment too where he's like open the window tell me everything you see she laughs at him in the silly glasses but she tells him about seeing all the things in Moscow that he promised to take her to see one day but she's doing it all for him I mean this is a really sad ass story <laughs> because there is no you know they can't see anything but she wants to make him feel as if he's done this thing for her Yelana gets to the hospital and tries to speak with Lazy A, but typically he is still the worst individual to be born and tells her to get the fuck out after complaining about the food. In the base tent, Boris asks, what's up? You can see that Professor L is starting to, there are a few moments that I really like Jared Harris uh, playing into where the mental trauma is taking a psychological toll now we have to recall we met this man after giving uh, after he pretty much gave some information to some tapes and killed himself but he did it very apropos to the time that chernobyl began i think this is probably something that fucked him up for the rest of i mean this was two years after the event boris died three years after the event and they were both given five years so yeah their, their constant contact with what happened in this place um just very brave and commendable but also psychologically impairing and damaging and you could see that in pl's 
alone moments you know he's just dressing his hand you can see he's just in his moments alone he is conflicted he is torn uh, you know his world is rocked and he's under a, a shit amount of pressure he tells boris i suck at lying i'm not good at this and boris asks have you ever worked with coral coal miners before you need to tell them the truth because they work in the dark and they see everything crew chief g comes in asks if the masks work when he puts it down and uh pl tells him to an extent and i like how this exchange played out i love the dynamics in the room he keeps looking over at boris like are you gonna say anything boris is clearly like i'm not going to be involved in this uh you are going to be reporting directly to professor l who tells him as much truth as possible about the job but minimizing the risks that they build this concrete pad and that they possibly will be directly exposed to nuclear core reactor because they're building or yeah they're going underground underneath it and that it will um also require them to do it by hand and he says well i'll need 400 additional men to help and that they have what three to six weeks to get this done or something to that extent i'm not sure he finishes his cigarette though and he did catch (laughs) po and a little bit of a lie he says we're going to start now not tomorrow because i don't want my people here any longer than they have to be and if you are going to tell people that the masks kind of work it'd be great if you'd wear them (laughs) that was a nice uh line out the door because that is absolute facts may 6 nine days after the explosion the coal miners are digging by hand the tunnel underground um they are working in 50 degree weather underground and he asked general p for fans but general p says i can't give you fans not because we don't want to you know want you roasting down there it's because the fans will put the dust in your lungs and he says i'm a coal miner worked with dust in my lungs all my life and this is not the asbestos asbestos kind this is definitely the radiation in your lungs kind and it will kill you faster which is why they do not want to give them fans and he says it's for your protection yolana gets success talking to leonid the senior reactor control chief engineer and she says how old are you and he says 25 oh my god so this goes into what i was discussing last episode with shy about just how ignorant the people in these places were kept about the conditions in which they were working they did not know a lot they put these young children in charge they didn't have the experience it's a sad situation The head nurse realizes that Lulu has been around Vasily nursing him this whole time. She's like, I've been changing his bed sheets at night. There's no one else around. She says, I said you were supposed to be here for 30 minutes and leave because it is not safe for her. But she doesn't explicitly explain why. She does allow her to stay because she says, look, just a little bit longer. I don't want him to die alone because it's very clear that he's dying. He's being put in another room 
where plastic is put around him and she says well you can stay but if you are not on the other side of the plastic you will be removed by security of course she immediately disregards this and tells Vasily she they are going to have a baby Lulu is either clearly suicidal or and this is what it is like sometimes when a huge event happens and your world is rocked and sometimes when your world is that like that is a big deal I think love is not what it used to be uh in some places in the world where you know family is such a a rock to the foundation of so many people in different countries is why you had little Italy and and little Chinatown and all those other places that would pop up in New York City where you would be around uh, or you try to recreate the village in which you come from because there is just something uh, essential needed to have that always have someone to rely on a community sense of community which America has depending where you are because some people do have that in parts of the countries uh, but if you are in the disenfranchised side of things, which is black, brown, poor, uh, <laughs> lower income, you don't have that luxury as much because it's it's a constant churn, right? So it is plausible and understandable to me that that this event would so completely eviscerate her bottom of her world and you don't see a whole bunch of people like you don't see your mom you don't see a dad you don't see anyone that's supporting her right now she's a widow she's alone uh you know being a single woman is not in in 1980s in russia is uh, a scary experience in itself so yeah it's it's perfectly within reason that lulu would kind of collapse upon herself and this dream with Vasily, because that's the only thing she has left keeping her going. Boris comes to report to um, PL in the tent that good news, it'll be finished in three weeks' time. Uh, that the fire is out. He gives a drink to PL, who is ever worrisome. Again, you see the stress and it's taking on him like he looked in pain like I thought there was about to be some bad news coming out of his mouth <laughs> but he's just the constant constant um you know what if did we cover this did we cover that uh what's the next thing that we have to get I mean yeah that's not uh, a easy task so he says we need to celebrate though because it is a step in the beginning of the end and I was like, why am I shipping them in my notes? They are then called to see the miners who are now working butt-ass naked like their fathers did when they were uh, mining. I kid you not, I was just like, whoa, there's dick. Oh, there's more dick. Like, I didn't understand it first. I was like, are they butt-ass naked? <laughs> All I see is plopping penis. Uh, then Chief G himself comes up and he says you know what's what's the problem like it's 50 fucking degrees you won't give us fans we need some cooling relief being naked does not bother us but pl says now you are fucking completely exposed uh and it, it, yeah it's not great these coal miners are probably a lot of them going to die and then chief G says, well, at least will these people be looked after? 
when this is all said and done and boris is the one being the pessimistic in the situation to pl surprise saying i don't know like he's being completely honest and chief g's like you don't know i don't know but i think it means something that boris and pl themselves are like we're here with you we're all in the same boat and then they're all coming to this idealism that the government does not give a shit about us they want the problem fixed then we have yolana speaking again with leonid who says that the power increased fast from 200 to 400 watts and that he states akimov pressed the button to initiate the emergency shutdown az5 and she says that's impossible and he says no i saw akimov do it with my own eyes i swear and that's when the core exploded yulana then goes to akima's room when the nurses come in to attend leonid so sad that poor boy akimov confirms he did indeed press the button before the explosion he states he did everything right as she's leaving the room i didn't know why we didn't see his face until a little bit later and yeah that's not something you would close your eyes and forget so everyone believes that the reactor should have shut down this was supposed to have gone a certain way and there's no plausible explanation right now how these events happen even though i think i think that professor l may know but he wants yulana to find the answer or find the facts of it she spies lulu um having vasily touch her stomach and she yanks her out of the fucking room she's like get off of me she's like "Uh uh-uh i don't care what you think you're doing she yells at the nurse that this is unacceptable and it will be heard that they are allowing like you know what's going to happen to her and she's like of course i know then why the fuck does she have no no stuff on what the hell and then the kgb show up and they say what is it that you're going to talk about because that's not something we want to happen may 7th in moscow they are preparing for another debriefing to gorgovich i did love when boris says you have your notes ship it like fedex ship it then tells uh, professor l that yolana was arrested and then he's like boris and he's like i'm working on it what more do you want from me fix your fucking tie they sound like a married couple and i can't deal they then address gorgovich and friends including the head of the kgb about the fact that hey there's no more threat of explosion which is great really great however now the cleanup begins essentially and we're going to be needing to evacuate the 200 miles as i stated before but also we're going to need 750,000 people including nurses doctors whatever to be around a very radioactive area killing the livestock uh taking up the earth we pretty much have to i mean it's gonna take a while uh to clean this shit up and it will never be to where it's not lethal uh or at least a problem for for a lot of years to come and gorgovich says how many will die and he says tens of thousands and he says it's authorized 
Professor L then approaches the head of the KGB who tells him that they are a circle of accountability. I don't know what you've heard these terrible rumors that we do, but we're not those people. (laughs) And they did affirm in the meeting that both PL and Boris have protected state secrets. They have not done anything to expose the Russian government to anything. And while at first he plays coy about Yolanda being arrested, eventually he does agree to release her if PL is responsible for her accountability. And he does it because he says, I need her. And Boris tells him after the fact, well, at least you came off like a naive idiot instead of someone who was smart and a threat, which is good. He then, PL, goes to see Yolanda and tells her you know are you all right she's like they didn't hurt me they were stupid i was stupid i shouldn't have lost it about what happened and that akimo's face was gone and his name is bruh she wonders if they or she should stop like i don't know if i want to keep doing this professor l speaks of how he himself is unsure if he's killing people for a reason or not because whether it's 40 percent or 50 percent chance it's a gamble that the concrete will indeed stop the lava, will indeed not reach the ground level to infect the water, that they are both compelled despite really wanting to stop and what it's doing to them eternally because that's what scientists are and that's what they do. They're given a task and they need to see it to the end. She then tells him that they were running a safety drill, which he is aware of, but she says, Akimo pressed the AZ-5 button, which should have done what it was supposed to do. And she said that she believed that both Leonid and Ima Akimov are telling the truth that they pressed it and then there was an explosion. And so he tells her to pursue it wherever it may lead, including the top. She can't go talk to Leonid and Akimov anymore because they are dead. Vasily is dead as well. And we see all of them being buried in a pine box put into a sealed metal container in a mass grave via a crane and then cemented into the earth. You see all the families around, including Lulu. It was a perfect way to end the episode, very somber. As you understand, look how horrible these deaths are. And now we're sending 750,000 with the possibility, well, with the known fact that 15% of them do not make it they die as a direct result and that's only what can be accounted for god knows how many other people have died as well it's a fate likely to be had of a great deal of these miners that we have grown at least i have in a very short amount of time i've always had a respect though for coal miners just of just the shit they had to deal with even in america building the things that were built a lot of people died for the shit that we take uh take for granted every day and that is my thoughts on the episode it's time to jump into the feedback so you can send feedback by sending an email directly to blackoutcouch at gmail.com or sending an audio like my friend shy hey christina 
it's me back to talk about Chernobyl again, this time episode three. All I got to say is thank God it's Friday. This was one of those weeks, very, very long, long hours. Oh my gosh, so glad it's over and I get to enjoy two days of rest and relaxation. As for this episode, I enjoyed this episode. I especially enjoyed the the coal miner storyline and I'll get into that in a minute. So I'm glad to see that the three guys that went down to drain the tank, nothing you know, crazy happened to them. Their lights came back on. They went and got the job done and they weren't any worse for wear um, other than, you know, the potential death looming in the week. But um, yeah, that was interesting um, hearing that in your podcast that this isn't exactly how it went down, you know, the three volunteers thing and all that good stuff. But that's not too surprising that, you know, Hollywood takes their creative license and try to, you know, make a story or situation more dramatic or more, you know, entertaining for television. So, yeah, not too surprising that didn't exactly go down as portrayed in this in this episode. So we find out that this was only um, that was only a temporary fix. That, you know, the whole thing is still uh, melting and they're going to need a solution of cooling it down, which um, Professor comes up with liquid nitrogen, um, how they have to dig a hole, dig a hole, dig a trench underneath the plant and install this liquid nitrogen to cool things down before it bleeds into the earth and gets into the uh, water system, the water supply system, and of course, that having a snowball effect of affecting everything else, what they said, what, 50 million people, so yeah, definitely another roadblock that they had to overcome, um, so they recruit these miners, uh, the minister of coal comes out to um, recruit this uh these bunch of miners led by this um funny as hell crew chief. Yes, he comes out in his little light blue suit, you know, thinking that he's, you know, dictating things and slowly realized yeah, he didn't know who he was messing with. So I thought that whole scene was funny. I, I love that scene. Um and I also love when the you know, the chief the coal chief, coal miner chief, comes into the uh, trailer with Professor and the general. And uh, he's like, is this thing effective? And they're like, you know, somewhat, sort of. And, of course, I love his line. If it, if these things work, then you would be wearing it. I'm like, yes, just love it. Common sense. He don't play around. He ain't there for small talk. He just telling it like it is. I love people like that. So yeah, he made yeah he made this episode. Actually, all of them made this episode, especially <laughs> the part where you know he's asking for the fan because it's you know it's hot as hell down there as they're digging underneath the plant, and uh, they're like, no, it's gonna spread you know the radiation everywhere, and you're gonna be you know affected by it. And so you know their solution was to. <laughs> 
to continue the mission butt ass naked uh yeah uh, <laughs> so yeah we have um yeah that was interesting so i'll just leave it at that that scene when they um came down to see what the issue was so we see um Vasily and his wife who came to Moscow to see how he's doing uh and damn that was he deteriorated fast because you know she gets there bribes her way into seeing him which again uh, I'll just allow it because I side eye all that a little bit um you know her getting up there to begin with and then they're warning her don't do this don't do that going there for 30 seconds but ain't nobody enforcing it I'm like aren't anyway so yeah her first thing 30 are you pregnant and she's like no okay and then oh you can only be in there for 30 minutes and she's in there all day oh you can't touch him and so she gives him a hug I'm like (laughs) so yeah don't go in the plastic she goes in the plastic so yeah but yeah that was gross as hell how he deteriorated and how translucent his skin was Ugh, I'm like, I don't even, I would have been afraid to touch him, to think that that would have been causing him pain. But yeah, I mean, I'll give her, I'll give her that. She was a ride or die. She was there to the very end. Um, She was willing to uh, <clears throat> risk it all just to be by his side. So I'll give her that. But yeah, I'm just more side eyeing the nurses and everyone else. They should have been a little bit more on top of things. Um, So yeah, and Kamuk, Kamuk, is that her name? The um physicist yeah she pretty much said it i'm along i'm I'm with her i'm like this is some bull junk y'all got going on here kind of operation y'all running i thought it was interesting what you said about the two hundred thousand abortions um that happened um because of the fear of birth defects due to radiation so i'm curious as to if she ends up having this baby or not um so yeah that'll be because you know she was definitely there for what two days constantly exposed to the radiation and of course we have commute you know going to the hospital trying to interview uh everyone that was there to find out what happened um to see where everything went wrong uh we got the one dude that you know up until the very end is cya covering his behind and not you know talking while others were singing like canaries which is good for them because i know they're pissed off that they had to endure what they're enduring unnecessarily that they were put in harm's way so yeah they were they were definitely uh not shy about explaining everything that happened yes i remember hearing stories about the kgb so yeah i agree with you um about uh how intimidating they were um and still maybe i'm not sure i don't hear about it as much now as i did back in the day but we have them following um the general and the professor around i guess trying to keep an eye on things and see what is happening to report back to um, gorbachev i guess i'm not or you know have again a second set of eyes that's 
the only thing I could think of is why they were following them around, following Kamuka around. Um, so that was interesting. The, the cover-up is one aspect of this story because they arrest Kamuk um, when she's um, trying to get answers and trying to figure out what exactly happened. A part of them don't want to know what happened or want it got want what happened to get out um to others so they're trying to you know keep it quiet and you know contain it to where there's not too much of a fallout as to what happened i appreciate you explaining all the history and the reasonings behind um, the decisions or lack of decisions uh, that were made back in the day you know sometimes I do forget that this was this did this did happen in the 80s and things are definitely a lot different and yes unfortunately tragedy does tend to happen sorry I had the pause there and I lost my train of thought my one of my sons came in my room so I don't even know what I was saying anyways um yeah, I think I was talking about the times, sign of the times, um, how, you know, things are just, I mean, how we have to endure tragedy sometimes to, um, to see progress. So, I mean, I understand that. That makes sense. It just still sucks to, you know, have to see it play out. Um, so I'll always, you know... screen bs at it all but yeah i mean it is i mean that's how life works i mean we live we learn um tragedies happen in the process and doing that learning so i get it it's just yeah it's just still sad anyway uh i better wrap this up uh, my time is up um but yeah, enjoyed the episode. It was good. Um, I bet the best part was the coal miner part because, you know, they cracked me up. I just love that attitude, you know, you don't give to flying foo-foos. <laughs> Excuse me. But until next time, much love, peace, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, shy. Y'all know we on the uh, drought train, so me and Shy definitely had the same reaction to that whole naked coal miner scene. Sorry, Shy, I didn't mean to put your business out there on like that. But, um, <laughs> she looked like she was already like, oh, wait, I got lost in the scene once again, just even explaining it. Yeah, I loved everything about the coal miners. Um, some fact information, which I didn't include in the episode, but hey, I, I thought so now, um, was the whole uh, story. I'll keep some parts out uh, for the show, but uh Vasily and Lulu are real people. Uh, Ladamila, I think is her real first name. I just call her Lulu for short. And that uh, Vasily did indeed die 14 days after severe radiation poisoning. 
um the part in the show that was different was the fact that his shoes were buried next to him um she didn't have his shoes as they depicted at the funeral because and the reason for that because i didn't understand either why she had his shoes to begin with but that is a tradition to bury uh, people in their full garb but because his feet were so swollen his shoes could not be put on so that was the significance there um and that she states that you know a lot of what was happening with her character while she didn't give hbo permission to share her story so she says and hbo's like well we had a few conversations um she she didn't know about radiation poisoning like she didn't know that this was a concern like the way they have it in the show where they're really not actually coming out and saying the words like hey so this is really really harmful to your baby and this is because why like there there was never none of that they definitely didn't know what radiation could do to you they just know in a way it was bad but like i said in this time in history this is about a country being lied to about something that a lot of western civilization would never have touched with a 10-foot pole and that's just the way that this is where they depended upon for energy and it's still in effect much more regulated in the country now um what else did uh you state that you had a comment on uh yeah about the tragedy and how that that befalls it yep definitely um i think that you're gonna learn a little bit more uh in the next few episodes about just what the kgb does like can you really think that a quarter of a million people just decided to volunteer so i guess that is a little bit also in there like the kgb is not just <laughs> they have this like oh we're just an accountability network no they're also you know they're following around because they are concealing information they don't want the public to know what they find because uh, nuclear power fell under military uh control so the government is heavily involved in this it's not a civilian issue whatsoever so the kgb is there to make sure the public don't know and then they can't tell their story ever <laughs> and we also know the the spy movies enough that kgb in order to shut you up will kill you so that's what was kind of warned to and as far as does it still happen i'm sure to some extent everyone's got a spy we got this fucking cia and i'm sure that's what the kgb was it was their cia and you know the we always like to put ourselves above shit but there are similarities so that is shy's feedback if you want to send some like i said you can send it to blackercouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast black girl couch reviews on podbean stitcher itunes spotify amazon music and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate and leave a review until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic